You ready? World's on fire. Our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. <laughs> pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass but we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. i got to ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a Coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Hey, good morning. Good morning, Ryan. I'm in a pretty good mood today. Um... Worn down. Boy, we had a thunderstorm last night. Wow. By the way, it rained the other night. Got a lot of water in the pond. Rained again last night. Can't wait to run over and see what's going on. Going on over there. Uh, I'm in a pretty good mood, but I'm worn, I'm, I'm worn down. I, I explained that to you yesterday. So if I'm a little bit short, a little bit harsh with you, just please bear, bear with me. Because, you know, we got a lot going on in our personal lives as well. I, I'm more than just Coach Dave behind the microphone. Right? we got just like you, we got a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff that's going on. And uh, hope deferred maketh the heart sick. That's pretty, that's pretty good scripture because we've got to cling on to that in the days that we find ourselves. Hope deferred maketh the heart sick. See, look, faith and hope aren't the same thing. Faith and hope are not the same thing. I have faith that something's going to happen. Hope is maybe faith will come through. They're not the same, right? I have, I have deep faith. I don't, I don't need much hope. I got deep faith. I believe that God is who he says he is. He'll do what he says he will do in his timing, in his way. Don't know how it's going to come out. I don't hope. Sorry. And those of you who hope, oh man, Lord, I'm getting a download. Those of you who hope are missing the mark. Faith ain't got anything to do with hope. Hope is something that you do when you don't have any faith. Oh, bingo. Hope is what you do when you don't have any faith. We're going to do communion here. Get ready. We're going to do some communion right at the top here with, with Joe. I want to, I want to, boy, I got a lot of things I want to say today. A lot of things. And uh, my, my wife said something. Uh, I love my wife. Just continue to say that. Love, love my wife and how supportive she is of everything that we do and everything that's going on. And uh, I spoke to uh, Pastor Bill Dunphy yesterday. I looked at what's going on. Cal, uh, Cal Zastro and his crew were all found guilty. And, uh, Folks, we are really, 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 really. If you will open your eyes and understand that we are deeply, deeply at war with Chris, Christianity is at war, friends. They're at war with us. See, we're in a war, but we haven't been at war. And I know I say that over and over and over and over again, right? We're in a war, but we're not at war. And then I got I got an email yesterday from somebody, and I uh, uh, think how to how to say this. So somebody criticized my last newsletter that I sent out because here's what here's what we don't get see here's what we don't get they said uh, the the comment was you know it's okay the comment was basically this coach stuff that you put in your newsletter uh, I want to know what you're doing I'm, I'm supporting you I want to know what you're doing that other one didn't tell me so see that, that's our mentality isn't it it isn't about what I'm doing it's about what Chad's doing what Clay's doing what Bobby's doing what Randy's doing what Dave's doing and about what you guys are doing. And the, the newsletter, when it goes out, is just to try to, can, can I be honest with you? You know what the purpose of a newsletter is? Purpose of a newsletter is to remind you, please support me. That's what, the, that's what it is. And if you think that I'm going to be able to put in my newsletter everything that's going on, you miss, you're missing the mark, man. You're missing it. We got a lot. I, I, I responded back. I said, listen, Pass the Salt Ministries is more active and more effective than at any time in our 20, 23 year existence. Right now, right? But it ain't happening for me. I'm not out there leading the parade. Oh, I am, but I'm not. Would you guys just pull back for a minute? Those of you who support us here at Pass the Salt Ministries, do you have any idea the multifaceted impact that we're having here at Coach Dave Live? Yeah, do you, do you really understand it? It's not about me standing on the street corner, although I'll go stand on the street corner. That's not what it's about. It's about the fact that here we're training, equipping, and mobilizing you for the work of the ministry. And you're doing it. How do I put that in a newsletter? 
How do I put it in the newsletter? And I've heard people say it over and over and over. Brett Bowles, one of, he says it more than anything, anybody. Coach, are anybody doing what you're doing? Hey, Dale, I don't know if you're listening out there. This is Operation Save America Phase 2. We are picking up where OSA dropped the ball. I'm sorry the ball was dropped. I'm sorry, I'm not, not being critical. They got off track. And we've picked it up, and we are moving forward, equipping, training, mobilizing the saints for the work of the ministry. Ministry, okay. I don't apologize for that. I know I could, I could, I could do a, sh- I could start a show today, and I could go 15, 16 days with just an interview of people who are in this queue who are actively doing something. I could do that, right? So this whole idea that it's just Coach Dave live doing it, no, it isn't. No, it isn't. We gotta get, we gotta get, we gotta get by that mentality. And I, I hate to tell you. It takes money to do what we do. I'm not, I'm not asking you for any money. I'm just explaining it. If you donate to Passive Salt Ministries, folks, it comes without strings. It come, I'm just I'm sorry. You don't get to sit at the table with me because you give because you give a lot of money. That isn't the way this thing works. This isn't this isn't Republican politics. We have a broad outreach of things. We're training men. Clay Parker sat in again yesterday with Billy Falcon. It was powerful. And you know what, Clay? I sat back and watched it, and I folded my arms, and I said, dude, that's some fruit for me. Not, not bragging. How do I put that in a newsletter? <laughs> how, do I, how, do I, how do I show a changed life in a newsletter? Right? That, that's really what we, that's what we are. So I'm not going to, I don't want to give, I just got a lot of stuff to share with you today, man. And uh, we're going we're gonna to do some communion. Uh, did I do that? You dumb me. We're going to do some communion here. Uh, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. All my, my grandkids are all coming over this morning for lunch. Look forward to that. I need to catch my breath a bit. I'm looking forward to the weekend, although we got a lot going on. I appreciate all of you. I hope Steve Deck got home okay and Johnny Burkeen and everybody that came out here. I appreciate all you do. I'm sorry I can't say it more personally. Huh? Let's all just do our job, right? Yes, right, Mel. It's a living organism. We are the church. And say what you want, like me or don't like me. We are I, we, I, we, we are mobilizing the saints for the work of the ministry. And I stand on that boldly and proudly to be able to be part of it. Joe, lead us, brother. Lead us into some communion. I appreciate you getting up so early out there. Uh, thank you, Coach. Uh, Spencer, can we have the verses? It's Jonathan, I think, this morning. Oh, Jonathan, did Spencer send them to you? I think maybe Spencer's on vacation or something. I don't know. John, John he's been here all week. Spencer will be back next week. All right, buddy. If we could have uh, 1 John 1, 1 to 7. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and our hands have handled of the word of life. For the life was manifested and we haven't seen it. We have seen it. We we have seen seen it. it. It's early coach. (laughs) And bear witness and show you unto that eternal life, which was with the father and was manifested unto us. Yeah, hey, Joe, what does it mean to be manifested? What does that mean? It means to be made real. Be made real, to, uh, substance to it, right? Yeah. Substance, okay. That which, which we have seen and heard declare we unto you, that ye also may have fellowship with us, us oh. with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father, and with his son, Jesus Christ. Amen. And these things write we unto you, that your joy may be full. Didn't we talk about joy the other day? Didn't we talk about that? Not happiness, joy. Yes, sir. This then is the message which we have heard of him, and declare unto you that God is light. Boom! 
and in him is no darkness at all. Boom! If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. Boom! Boom! But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. Wow, thank you, Lord. Boom. Yeah. And we are in a day when it's there's either light or dark. There's not much in between. In <laughs> a lot of days. dark too, Joe. A lot of dark. Because huh? yeah. darkness is simply the absence of light, isn't it? Yeah, but a candle has it's amazing when you think about the power of a little bit of light versus a little bit of darkness a little bit of light you can see it for miles a little bit of darkness you don't know it's there jeff klein's a candle clay's a candle huh oh yeah mel's a candle dale's a candle wow i'm a candle joe you're a candle wow go ahead so say a little prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day you have made for us. And thank you for allowing us to remain here. Thank you for this fellowship that we have all across this great nation and some parts of the world. And thank you, Lord, for sharing your light with us that we may share it with others and and thank you for being a god who gave his only begotten son that we who believe in him may have everlasting life and lord we come to you and we examine ourselves and we ask forgiveness for our sins and our transgressions we ask you to bless this bread and this wine representing our body and your, and your blood that was sacrificed for us, for our sakes. And we ask you to peel a couple layers of this onion skin that we have around us that separates us from you, that separates us from obeying you, that separates us from understanding you, that separates us from letting you in and being like you. So bring us that much closer to you this day and help us in all our endeavors and guide and protect us with the full arm of God. And we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Joe, if I can interrupt a second, I just heard the Holy Spirit. Spencer, do me a favor, or Jonathan, uh, go to, don't, just get it prepared for me, okay? Webster's, Webster's and the word perish. Webster's, you don't have to put it on the screen. Just find it for me while Joe continues on, okay? Go ahead, Joe. If we could have 1 Corinthians 1, 11, 23 to 26, please. <clears throat> Say that again, Joe. I'm confused. 1 uh, Corinthians, 1 Corinthians uh, 11, 23 to 26. 11. Sorry, it is That's early. Right. The same night in which he was betrayed, Jesus took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. After the same manner, also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as oft as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. Thank you, Coach. Thank you, everybody. Have a great rest of the weekend, weekend.
Amen, Joe. Bless you. Thanks, Thanks Joe. Amen. Thank you, Joe. My privilege. I know it is, brother. I know it is. Appreciate you getting up early and being part of it. I saw, um, I like to do Flea Flicker Fridays because I really like to hear from you guys. But I got I got some stuff I got to cover here real quickly. If you don't mind. Um, <clears throat> let me go to my list here. We did communion. I did that. I did that. Uh, hey, friends, listen. They, they are... Um, I spoke to Pastor Bill Dunphy yesterday, and then Dale Sosha told us in the show that um, the four guys who went to trial yesterday for defending babies at the abortion clinic, they charged them with a face violation. We're all four found guilty yesterday. Uh, doesn't look like there's going to be any real jail time, maybe 30 days for some guy to serve, something like that, probation, yada, 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 yada. And then I talked to Pastor Bill Dunphy, and uh, of course, uh, Look, friends, look, here's what's going on. Our system is so wicked. It's so wicked. Uh, Jonathan, pull up the First Amendment for, for me, if you can, real quickly. I, I got you all over the place this morning. I understand. But I'm all over the place in my head, my spirit. First Amendment of the Congress, Constitution, just so you see it. It says, Congress shall make no law. There it is. Well, respecting an establishment of a religion or prohibiting the free exercise of thereof or abridging the freedom of speech. Congress can't make a law telling you that you can't show up at the, at, at the federal government. They can't make a law doing that because that's abridging the freedom of speech or the press or the right of the people to peacefully assemble to petition the government for redress of grievances. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm focusing on a couple different things there, but the right of the people peaceably to assemble to petition the government for redress of grievances. Pastor Bill Dunphy, Cal Zastro, those other four people that were charged and then taken to court, none of them did anything nonviolent. None of them did anything violent. None of them did anything violent. None of them. None of them. None of them did anything violent. And so they have the right to petition the government for redress of grievances. And if you notice this, it doesn't say how you get a chance to do that. And the truth of the matter would be, would anybody disagree with me that the Planned Parenthood is now a government organization? Would anybody disagree with me on that? Boom. It is a government organization. So here's what happens. Planned Parenthood, because it's a government organization, has unlimited financial support in lawfare. They can take you to court and they will break you defending yourself. And if you have to pay to defend yourself, then you do not have the right to petition your government for redress of grievances. Because the only place in America today, really, that you can redress, have your grievances redressed is in court. And it costs you thousands and thousands of dollars to defend yourself so that at the end of the trial, if you are found innocent, you're out fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars. Anybody hearing me? Anybody hearing what's going on? And this is all part of they call it lawfare, you call it whatever you want to. This is the Luciferians have gained control of truth. Boom. All trials don't make you nervous, Roger. All trials should be free. They should all be free. You should not have to pay your own lawyer, to prove yourself innocent. Anybody think I'm crazy? Oh, well, you're right. You don't. No, you don't. You shouldn't have to prove innocence. So we know this. We know that Dale Sosha told us that part of the defense that Cal Zastro and, and uh, the, Chet Gallagher, the ones who were found guilty, they were not permitted. The judge did not permit them to explain to the jury that they were rescuing babies that were being killed. Isn't that right, Dale? They were not allowed to tell what motivated them to be out to rescue those children. Isn't that right, Dale? They were only allowed to discuss the criminal trespass, not the reason why they trespassed. Is that unbelievable, friends? Because the why is the case. <laughs> the why is the case. So the defendants get no defense. They tell you what you can use in your defense, right? <laughs> What if you stood up there? What if you were to walk into that courtroom and say this? Uh, listen, I went and I laid down my life on that floor to protect those unba unborn babies because that's what the Holy Spirit of God told me to do. Is that not a violation if Congress shall make no law respecting the establishment of religion or prohibiting free exercise thereof? Somebody help me here. Somebody help me. Amen, coach. And what's the result of it? 
Well, Bill Dunphy, I know this, still not allowed to talk to us. He has a, tr- a trial date here within within 70 days, I think he says, it has to go to, go to trial. And he's going to have to come up with a bunch more money. Here's what he's faced with. Here's what all, think about this, will you? All those J6ers, every one of them are in the same boat. They are charged by the federal government, and they're going to have to come up with thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to prove themselves innocent against the government. Something's seriously wrong, friends. Something's seriously wrong. They're taking all your tax dollars. First of all, the government doesn't even have money. They print it. Bill Dunphy has to earn his. The government steals it from you in illegal taxation, and then they bury you with an unlimited budget from you to destroy a man who's simply exercising his God-given rights. Does anybody think I'm crazy? Is anybody seeing what's going on? Anybody understand? What do you do? What do you do? Giving all that money to illegal aliens, letting them come in there, giving them places to stay, giving them cell phones. Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. And giving all that money to Merrick Garland, who probably is the son of Satan himself, the Justice Department, and all that Biden administration, that Luciferian government, who are hell-bent on destroying all things Christian. Vinny, that would have been a boom. That would have been a boom. Amen. That's what we're facing. That's what we're facing. And we're going to have to come to the realization of it, that all of us, Clay, you're listening to me, all of us, all of us are going to be dragged before the magistrates. You better better count the costs. So when we, some of you made some calls yesterday down there regarding the uh, thing that's going on down in Zanesville, the VFW, VFW, I think it is, uh, made made some calls. And what was their threat? Oh, (laughs) we're going to call the police. You know what? The police are going to show up, and the police are going to be on their side. Are you, are you, are you with me? The police you fund that you pay for are going to be on their side. Mm-hmm. The police we support. The police we pay for and support, who are sworn to uphold the Constitution, right? Mm-hmm. Protecting our rights, freedom of speech, right? The peaceful people peacefully assemble to petition the government for redress of grievances. The police are going to come not let us do any of that. Right? Come on. Come on. Right? On our dime. Yeah, Tracy. <clears throat> I'm wound up today. I want, I want to play this one. Captain Kirk, play that real quick. Play that real quick. I saw this on Facebook yesterday. <clears throat> America isn't perfect. Okay? This, this, this kind of hit home with me. Go ahead and play that. Can't hear it yet, John. Speech. No, we would not. Even though Woodrow Wilson jailed 5,000 Americans for speaking out against World War One. That's one example. Would you like a lollipop? And locking people up without giving them a hearing, like Guantanamo? Many of them innocent people. FDR jailed 100,000 Japanese Americans. Almost all of them innocent. Many of them children. The Japanese internment camps were an isolated incident for which we remain ashamed. One would hope we'd learn from it. Seems we haven't. Spying on our own citizens? That would never happen in the America you grew up in. What about Nixon? He spied. Do I get a lollipop for Watergate? Nixon did not represent the American What about family? LBJ? He used the FBI to spy on reporters. Bill Clinton? You're going to equate Bill Clinton with what goes on today? According to the ACLU, Bill Clinton expanded stealth surveillance far beyond any previous administration ever. And that was during a time of peace. Bill Clinton certainly never tortured people. No. He practiced rendition, shipping suspects off to other countries like Saudi Arabia, Egypt. And they tortured for us. During the Cold War, we did human experimentation. Innocent people, college students, mental patients, government-run experiments on unknowing victims. We tested everything from LSD to nerve gas. We exposed unwitting black men to syphilis, trying to discover a cure. We used them as guinea pigs. No, Judge, you haven't named one thing America is doing today that we haven't been doing for a long, long time. In old America, we would never censor free speech. No, we would not. That's right. It's been going on for a long, 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 long time. Long time. 
Um, I got I got some things I got to take care of real quick, and then we're going to dive into it here. Although we have already dived into it. Scott Shire, pull that up there. Uh, this is going to be posted on our website. I would ask all of you. Scott's trying to Gracie's dad. Gracie's dad. I did a I did a show with him the other day. And he's trying to expand his ministry, his impact to, you know, what he's fighting for, right? So folks, if it do, it's really good. Put it in the chat if you went and watched this. Look, I don't care if you watch it, okay? Stream it so that the numbers go up, so his reach and impact goes up. By the way, it was really, really good. We will soon have this at on Coach Dave Live. But if you put it in the chat, I would ask all of you, please play it. You don't have to listen to it if you don't want to. It says right now he's followed by one point. 4,000 people. See that? So everybody go ahead and follow that. So so that, he's doing great. He's doing great work. Doing great work. Uh, number two, please pull up. It uh, says Jessica France. I want to make you aware of this because we're going to have on next week. I'm trying to, golly, I got the Ohio Family Fellowship. JR, if you're out there, JR, connect to these guys. I'll do my best to connect. Yeah, family fellowship. And, I appreciate uh, that, Coach. By the way, Scott Shire is going to be on LastCallRadio.live tomorrow morning. All right, good. Scroll down here a little bit. Uh, we're going to um, we're going to have. Here's what's the here's what the, the Ohio Family Fellowship is doing. Scroll on down. They actually have a pastor. I, I know it's hard to believe. They actually have a pastor who's helping to lead this. Charge. When will pastors stop being silent? A couple of things there. And uh, then, if you would, click on, it says Mike Spencer. I'm going to have Mike Spencer on the show next week as well. They're having an event on the, I think it's the 24th. That's not that far away. Uh, Mike Spencer is trying, he's a pastor. And he's trying to get together pastors. Look at this, events for pastors. And we need to support this work as well. So I'm going to talk more about that on Monday, uh, trying to bring everybody under the same tent, if we can, as I feel like a broken record. If the pastors and the churches get involved, we win. If they don't, God's going to have to perform a miracle someplace else. All right? Let me see. Um, Captain Kirk, Scott Sharon. Go down as an email, standalone email. It ain't just ain't true. Hey, hey, hey. It ain't just June. So what? It's on your screen there. Look at that. Aromatic Spectrum Awareness Week. LGBTQI Health Awareness Week. March 31st, Transgender Day of Visibility. April 6th, International Asexuality Day. April 13th, International Day of Pink. The 14th, Day of Silence, Lesbian Visibility Day, International Day of Homophobia, Biophobia, and Transphobia, Agenda Pride Day, Harvey Milk Day, Pansexual and Panorama Awareness Day, Entire Month of June, Stonewall Day, International LGBT Day, International Non-Barrow. See what's going on, friends? See what's going on? They are relentless. Who is Satan and his minions? See the serpent, see to the woman, and it's time those of us who are see to the woman and wake up and understand that they are unrelenting in their indoctrination of our children and our culture and our society and what the Lord God calls an abomination. My name is Legion. Amen. My name is Legion. Huh? This just ain't a one-off. This just ain't a one-off. Here's what I want to do real quickly. I want more. We need to make more calls to, to that. Uh, what is that thing? VFW. I couldn't find. So many, so many initials. I couldn't find VFW. Do you think the veterans of foreign wars? You really think the veterans of foreign wars fought for sodomy? You really think that? In the indoctrination of our children. You really think that? I said, this is how perverse and crazy we are. I'm going to open it up a little bit because I want to hear from some of you who called down there and the reaction you got. Oh, man, I need need seven hours today. Betty, go ahead. Betty, then Dale and Tom. Look, some of you weren't going to talk about that, but I want to hear from some of you. We have to make phone calls. We have to continue to make phone calls. Not all VFWs, 
Not all of them, but this one for sure as hell is. Can you, can you imagine anything more stupid than my VFWs, guys, my age and older, out supporting the indoctrination of our children in homosex? What the hell? Go ahead, Betty. I did call, and uh, the girl kept hanging up on me. Sure. So had had a state number, so I called, and I went all the way up to the post commander and left a message. I was hoping he would answer, but I told him I did 28 years, and I didn't do it to have this garbage at our VFWs. So I said, I am going to pull my dues, and people need to just pull their dues, and we're going to shut you down like Bud Light and Target. Amen. Amen. Call again, Betty. Call them again, Betty. I will. And also I said um, that, you know what, if you all had Jesus in your heart and Jesus in your lives, you wouldn't be pulling this crap off. You need to cancel that event. Amen, Betty. Boom. Stop the pressure. Dale. Amen, Coach. I'll be making more of my phone calls. Yeah, got got an answer machine. So, Coach, the the new religion in America that is, brother, that is just in just bringing people in is not humanism, but it is a form of it. It's called transgenderism. And their church is the public school system. Brother, this is, this is their school. This is where they teach them, right? Just like in a church, this is where they're teaching them. You know, Joe Biden reading that pride flag, which was a violation uh, of the United States flag code, raising that up. I was just watching this thing. George Washington raised what the appeal to heaven a sign of humility, Joe Biden raises the flag, which is a show of pridefulness. So but transgenderism so, is the new religion, and our schools are the churches. They're lawless. America is lawless, folks. America is lawless. Trans-Christian, trans-pagan. That's what's going on in America, right? And if you think that you can remove Christianity, if you think we can elect non-Christian representatives to represent us in government and we're going to get christian policies you're dumber than a rock tom stout hey hang on tom Tom, hang on a second emma hang on a second christians won't even stand up the elected christian politicians won't even stand up those guys are still in jail from january 6th still in jail with no trial still Tom or Emma, I'm sorry. Uh, Coach, last night I went to another meeting and I found out that there's a Wiccan thing going on this Saturday. Next Saturday, they're doing the queer dancing thing. But but this Saturday, they're doing a Wiccan thing in that same place in Zanesville. God help us. Julie. Yeah, I think I was the one that made the very first phone call to this lady because she had no idea what was going on <clears throat> and he got really angry and she's just you know going on and on so I just ended the conversation well then later the um, whatever the commander or warden or whatever you want to call it called me and she's like what is your problem and I was like my problem is you're trafficking children you are you know you're just a bunch of sodomites and all this guy was just losing it and she was just like, well, we can do whatever we want. And I was like, well, we're not going to support you no more. You know, and so we're going to call today. We're going to flood the phones. I mean, this is just. Hey, Betty, Betty, I'm for showing up outside there that day. Anybody else with me? Anybody else? I'm, I'm for showing up. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm for, I'm for yeah. And by the way, call them again and let them know we're coming. Okay. Everybody call them again and tell them this. Say, we do not appreciate your response, and we will be there. We will be there. Right? Tell them to call the police if they want to. We will be there. Amen. Amen. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Be afraid. Be very afraid. We will be there. Tracy. Um, I actually, since I wasn't getting any answers at the local one in um, Zanesville, I called the the head in Columbus of the VF, Ohio VFWs and talked to the quartermaster and he was very receptive. He had no idea what was going on, but I did find out that all VFWs are privately run and they can do whatever they want to do with their facility. But I let him know that that's, you know, that's kind of like a bad, bad taste in people's mouths. 
um, for the VFW. And, uh, and then he said, well, they're allowed to do anything under the law. And I'm yeah. like, which law, God's law or man's law? And, you know, he's like, uh, 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 and he says, well, now that you're bringing up religion and the Bible, he said, we aren't supposed to hate. Yeah, and there you go. <laughs> school him. I schooled him and he didn't know what to say. And I am like, so they don't know the Bible. They have no clue. But he yeah. said he would get in contact with them and, you know, his little chain of command down the line. But, uh, yeah, not supposed to hate. Not supposed to hate. They're allowed to hate us, though, right? They're allowed to hate us. And by the right. way, at what point in America did voicing your opinion against something become hate? Who said that's hate? Huh? How's that hate speech? Oh, there's a devil. There's a devil for sure. Reggie. <clears throat> well, I can almost guarantee you all were nicer than I was because that's just who I am. <laughs> But uh, I spoke to Sherry, and she, she tried to goad me after the whole conversation by taking my phone off the caller ID and text me, you know, welcome to the pride, uh, Gay Pride Month. And so anyhow, she, she really regretted that, but yeah. I did warn her. So I have free uh, plans for that day, but I'm going to try to switch them around. But I told her we're coming. We're coming. Don't worry about it. We'll be there. We're going to, we're going to participate in your little event as well. So That's she right. says the police are coming. I said, good, good. So it was fun. It was a great, good. great day. Amen. Keep the pressure up. <clears throat> Excuse me. Keep the pressure on Rochelle. Hey folks, hey, we, can good. we can win this one. We can win this one. Go ahead. Rochelle. Hey, good morning. Um, I know, you know, all of these things, whether it's in the womb or in the classroom, or the library, or the VFW, or the park. They're, they're all coming after our kids. And I just wanted to bring this one story, because I, I really, I loved this story. It was in the New York Post. Massachusetts students destroy rainbow decorations at middle school pride event. The kids are now standing up for themselves. Um, about half the students at this middle school, I think I read about 60%, chanted um they went to you know because you had to what you know your pronouns and this and that and they marched down this hallway saying our pronouns, pronouns are usa yes amen and um i don't know if there was some parents who gave their kids some encouragement to to start this and do this but i hope so i hope parents were telling their children you do not have to put up with this and um i amen. hope that's I hope we see more of this from the students to tell you the truth, because Amen. that's great. Little comply. Americans out there fighting for all of us. I'm not going to comply. I'm not going to comply. Huh? I'm not going to, I'm not going to comply and I'm not going to say it's okay. And then I watched a video about the students complaining or the students uprising. And you know what it was? Oh, those Christians say, Oh, we shouldn't be destroying property. Homo flags and homo posters. We shouldn't be destroying property. Well, they destroy the minds of our children. Oh, can't destroy the property. Lord, help us. Jeff Klein. Come on in, Jeff. Then Myra. Filter, I wonder what the response would be right here in Mount Vernon at the little VFW. Because I know most all of them couldn't out of that place. Take a busy night and go and say, do you guys agree? With what they, you know what I mean? So we yes. could rally some, some old redneck veterans mm. to say, you know what, enough's enough. Because they probably don't have a clue what's even going on. Well, Jeff, it's trans it's trans Christianity. That's what it is. We don't we don't even know what we're supposed to do with evil. We, that, that's the problem. We might and try so, it. So Christianity. We it. I'm sorry. We might try it, get a few of the garage people. We'll go over and do the VFW on a Friday evening when they're really busy. See what yeah. we can get stirred up. It might be a good idea to call other VFWs and ask, do you support this? You guys support this? Bring pressure on them. Myra. Yes, Coach. Um, praise the Lord. Um, the Craig Parker video with Billy Falcon was uh, amazing. Thank you so much. And uh, in regard to what we're talking about, Proverbs 13 through 14, whoso despises the yeah. word shall be destroyed but he that feareth the commandment shall be rewarded the law of the wise is the fountain of life 
to depart from the snares of death. Hallelujah. Snares of death. A snare is a trap. The law of the wise is a fountain. Are you looking at me? Homosexuality and transgenderism are death styles, folks. Boom. They're not lifestyles. They're not lifestyles. They lead to death. They, the, why, the law of the wise is a fountain of life to protect those from the snares of death. Look, we, can, we cannot expect <coughs> unrighteous people to do righteous things. It tells us that the evil men have crept in. Pull that up, Jude. Pull up, Jude. Because I want you to understand the power and the significance of this word. Jude. Jude. One. There's only one book of Jude. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith. You got to contend for the faith. No, no, no. You have to contend for truth. Why? Because there are certain men crept in unawares in pulpits who were before of old ordained to this condemnation. They were chosen by the wicked one to this job. Ungodly men in the pulpits. Turning the grace of our God into lascivious. What the heck does that mean? Johnny? What's lasciviousness mean? And denying the only Lord God. Huh? Lasciviousness. They turned the grace and forgiveness and mercy of God into, if it feels good, do it because it's under the blood. You getting it up there for me, John? Lasciviousness. What a word. Lasciviousness. There we go. What is it? Looseness. Irregular indulgence of animal desires, wantonness, lustfulness, who being past feeling have given themselves over to animal desires. It's a tendency to excite lust and promote (laughs) and promote irregular indulgence, I guess. Boom. (laughs) I guess. How'd that happen, by the way? Why evil men crept in unaware. And that's what they promoted. To love men who do butt sex. Tell men who do butt sex that God loves them. They were born that way and it's all okay. That is, folks, that is, that's what's happened to us. Turn the grace of God into a lie. And they worshiped and served the creature more than the creator. Our entire churches preach that message. Maybe not, maybe not sexual indulgences, but lustful ones for sure. What is lust, Johnny? What is lust? Real quickly. What is it? Lust. That's my phone. Longing, desire, eagerness to possess or enjoy. Can I, dare I say it? Churches are lustful. They want more stuff. They teach lustful behavior to the attendees. Come and pray that you can have more, more this, more of that. If you're getting more, God's blessing you. Evil men crept in unaware. Not to me. To lust is to have carnal desire. To eagerly desire the gratification of your carnal appetite. Wow. Wow. That's what those evil men have taught us. That's what they've taught us. Go ahead, uh, Tim. So we were talking about... uh... All those drugs those guys took. Hey, I was forced to read this paperback book by a a pastor, and it warped me. I was uh, higher than a kite. My mind was like on acid. So I had to read the book of Romans five times just to cleanse my mind. (laughs) Really, people, we got to read the Bible because it makes everything so clear what we're going through. Wash your mind with the water of the word. Isn't that what says, Tim? That's right. You know, and I, I don't think we're doing it. Well, we are the show. Right. You know, we are. The average Christian is not doing it, Tim. No way they are. Right. You know what, Coach? I can say this. We are the tip of the spear. Really, we are. When you think That's about right. it. We are. Yeah. Yep. We are the tip of the spear. And it's good. It's good to be the tip of the spear. And folks, it ain't a, poly- it ain't a popularity contest. We're not trying to recruit people to Christianity. 
I mean, we hope they do, but we're defending the faith. We're the defending, we're the defenders of truth and justice and righteousness. We are. And what what's the, what do we get as a result of it? We get locked up. Can't you see it? Don't you we see get it? hatred? We get hatred, coach. And it, and you turn it on us saying that we're hateful, but That's it's right. provocation that they're using against us. They That's think right. we can't tell. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Joe Allen and Jack. Coach, I went to uh, our local 4,000-square-foot VFW down here that I belong to. Took a letter, a resignation, and put pinned my card on their billboard and told the commander that I no longer will support VFW. Amen. So Amen. I told him, you're going to turn out just like Budweiser and just sit there and stare at me. That's right, buddy. Just like Bud's. Hey, folks, we got to continue making those calls. He continue told me I was, I was the thirty-first person that resigned. Really? Yeah. Let's make him target Budweiser. Let's make him make him that, folks. We're riding a wave. I I hate to I hate it when I'm right, but did anybody remember when this old fool right here said the pushback's going to come from the NASCAR crowd? Huh? Anybody remember me saying that? Oh yeah, I remember me. Yes. Because they're not they're not as righteous and holy and loving as the average Joe sitting in the pew who doesn't care what's going on around him as long as he's getting his fill at the trough. Jack. Yeah, the uh, the tip of the spear would have been nice a few years ago when they destroyed the meaning of lasciviousness, so they nullified it by simply bringing in evolution. Evolution says, well, you're all animals, so animal lusts are okay. That's you, right. You got to go way back. The church brought into Romans 13, evolution, and the eminent rapture. Jonathan, pull up Psalm 78, please. Psalm 78. This is so good, isn't it? This is so good. I want you guys to know this. I make no apologies. I make no apologies for what we talk about here. I don't care how many pastors I piss off. I couldn't care less. I'm, I just, Coach, I just, could, I couldn't care less. Throw in one, one more word. You used that they, they, we have allowed them to criminalize emotion. When you use the word hate speech, that's criminalizing proper emotion. And that it is. Right. Give ear, O my people, to my law. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable, and I will utter dark sayings of old, which we've heard and known, and our fathers have taught us. And we're not going to hide them from our children, showing to the generation to come the praises of the Lord and his strength, and his wonderful works that he has done. For he established a testimony in Jacob, and he appointed a law into Israel, which he commanded, which he commanded, which he didn't suggest, but he commanded our fathers that they should make them known to their children. What? The laws? That the generation to come might know them. In other words, my mom and dad taught me, I taught my kids, they taught my grandkids, that the generation to come might know them, even the children which should be born, who should arise and declare to their children that they might set their hope in God, not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments. It may not be as their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation that set not their heart aright, and whose spirit was not steadfast with God, For the children of Ephraim being armed, that's us, that's us, being armed and carrying bows, turned back in the day of battle. And they kept not his covenant, and they refused to walk in his law, they forgot his works and his wonders that he had showed them. Talks about all the marvelous things that they did, and we our kids don't even know anything about it. Did you guys see this on Jeopardy the other day? Jeopardy, the question on Jeopardy. 
You know, Jeopardy has got three contestants up there. And the host asks this question. Complete the following statement. Our Father, who art in heaven, blank be thy name. Blank. Fill in the blank. Our Father, which art in heaven, blank be thy name. None of them knew Howard. None of them of the three. Nobody could answer it. That's where we are in America. That's where we are. Judah, come on. I got something I want to show you real quick. Go, Judah. Coach, you know, in the Bible, obviously, uh, there's multiple warriors. Warriors for the kingdom, warriors for Christ. And uh, what's awesome is that, uh, you know what? Like you said, the NASCAR fans. You know what? What's what's incredible is God will call his people. You know what? There's some people who are called who don't answer the call. That's right. You know, obviously, uh, you know, we look look at King David. We can look at uh, Noam. We can look at Samson. We can look at all these people. But Gideon comes to mind. I don't know if you, in the queue they could put up bring up uh, Judges six twelve, but uh, Judges six twelve says when the angels of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said. The Lord is with you, mighty warriors. You know what? There's so many people in here. They're mighty warriors, and they don't even know it. Amen. Step into your calling. Step into your calling. You know what? It's the it's the little guy. It's the underdog. It's the guy who gets on that goal line who says, you know what? It's fourth and one, and we're taking this ball in the end zone, and I don't care what happens. You know, Gideon was a mighty warrior who defeated the Midianites. You know what? They had to... You know, they're oppressed by Israelites for years. And they came to the harvest time and said, take you off. Let's, you know what? We're going to take this farmland back. <laughs> Gideon said to him, said, you know what? I am a mighty warrior. You know what? But he was the least of his family. People got to understand that. Amen. God Amen. said, you know what? I see you. And he saw a different side of Gideon. And he knew that he could <clears throat> use him. And, Coach, he's using you. He's using mm-hmm. all the other people on this call. You know what? I hear a lot of people tell me, Judd, oh, you, man, you're way – oh, my – you know, we just can't do anything about that. Hey, oh, we just get... – I'm sorry. Doesn't the Bible say we can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthened us? That's what it Boom. says. <laughs> That's what it says. Amen. Amen. Amen, Judd. Amen. I'm with you, dude. Jack, then i got to show you something. Go, Jack. Oh, sorry, I didn't pick my hand out. Sorry. All right, cool. Pull, pull. I got to show you guys this, okay? Okay, Clay, hurry up. Go ahead. Nobody well, else. I can't help but think that uh, the enemy's trying to distract, confuse, and divide us, and they're setting these brush fires everywhere. And and here we are chasing them at the libraries, at the VFWs, and I think that's all good. But we got Hunter Biden's laptop still sitting out there with the president of the United States. And this is his son who he was doing business with and still in touch with. And nobody's talking about it. Still, Clinton, the, F- the FBI said Hillary Clinton committed five felonies. James Comey read them to us and then didn't do anything about it. Right. Go to no- go to number 12. I want, I want you to see this. OK, this is um, this is I'm just telling you, friends. <laughs> oh, boy. What a tangled web we weave. Former CIA. Uh, just watch it. Just watch it. Explaining masks. You deserve the truth, and I know you can handle it. My name is Jonna Mendez, and I was chief of disguise at the CIA. One of the things that was going on when I was chief of disguise was an enormous uh, research program into the new advanced disguise system. It was basically the masks that everybody always wondered if we used masks, and this was the beginning. This is a series of photographs of when I met George H.W. Bush in the Oval Office and revealed to him that I was briefing him wearing a mask. Now, in particular, and regarding this photograph, it is a Giddy's image photograph. If you go to the link, you can see the photographer, all those kinds of details, who took it. So what is the anomaly with this particular photograph?
Do you have any people paid by the CIA who are working for television networks? This, I think, gets into the kind of uh, getting into the details, Mr. Chairman, that I'd like to get into an executive session. was a big challenge to come up with something that finally actually animated and worked to really fool a person, but we did. They learned the art. We actually brought Hollywood back into our labs at one point to look at what we had done, and they were stunned. They are absolutely stunned. Congratulations. My husband was Tony Mendez, and he was played by Ben Affleck in the movie called Argo. Aliens and robots? Yes, sir. You're telling me that there is a movie company in Hollywood right now that is funded by the CIA? Yes, sir. Are there many actors in Hollywood who also moonlight as agents, do you think? <laughs> I think there are probably quite a few, yes. <laughs> I think probably Hollywood is full of CIA agents, and we just don't know it. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised at all to discover that, you know, this is extremely common. Tony, they didn't mention it in the movie, but Tony had deep connections to Hollywood to the, the tradespeople out in L.A. that did a lot of things we were interested in doing. Special effects people, makeup people. Tony was chief of disguise 10 years before I was chief of disguise. And so he passed on some of his expertise to me. But he had a particular interest in the magic industry out in L.A. Not so much the magicians on the stage, but the people that were working behind the scenes to make that magic happen. So we went to LA and we posed some questions to them. We said, we have a problem. We're looking for novel solutions. Well, LA did have some ideas, of course. That's what they do for a living. They uh, introduced us to a new concept. They said, what you are calling an operation, we call a performance. That's what we do. We put on performances and before we start Working on that performance, we have to initially, we have to define the stage that the performance is going to take place on. Then you have to know who your audience is. Who are you playing to? Who are you trying to fool? Once you assemble those two pieces, you can pretty much choose the time and choose the place and simply overwhelm them with your performance. Then they showed us some tools that they used the one that really caught our eye is what's called a stunt double mask. You all know how they're used. When the movie star is so famous or so good looking that they can't risk damaging him. We liked the idea of stunt double masks. They're quick on, they're quick off. Uh, they dramatically change your appearance. And we started using them and found them to be valuable to our operations. But that audience piece of it did not allow you to get close enough to one of those masks before the illusion fell apart and you saw it was a mask. So we went back to our disguise labs out at Langley and we invented a whole new genre of masks. Masks that are so good, that are so realistic, that you can actually get up close and have a personal contact with someone for an extended period of time. They're good enough that you can brief the President of the United States in the Oval Office wearing a mask. And he isn't sure if it's you or if it's, uh, if it's someone else. Those masks were the beginning of a whole new generation of work that we did at the CIA. Once we could make these masks that fit you so well, then we discovered we could make a twin. We could make another you. There could be two of you. We could actually make five or six of you, but usually one extra was all we needed. We will respond accordingly. God bless you all, and may God protect our troops. 
But that's only the tip of the iceberg. As longtime CIA lawyer John Rizzo tells it, the relationship between the spy agency and La La Land is quite cozy. In his new book, Company Men, Rizzo says that actors, producers, and other movie-making power players were always happy to help out the CIA in any way they could. You work for the very enemy you thought you were fighting. That's impossible. Then tell me why you've never been to Langley. You've been lied to. All lower-level Asians have been lied to. So I am trying to help you here. So you're saying I'm working for the enemy? And that you are the enemy? Sydney, this is your last chance. You have to go. Boom! Boom. Boom. Hey, let's keep pushing back. Keep pushing back. Get VFW in your sights. Keep pushing back. Have a great weekend. See you on Monday.